Okay. Today's Vad was dedicated to the Puash of Chana Basleya Sara. Bezat Hashem and the Zechut and the Limud HaTorah and the Zechut and the Tzedakah she should have Refur Shalema Bekarov. Okay. Now, um, we are holding here in the third parak of Madrega Sa'odom trying to map out this, the system of how to grow. Okay? Yesterday we established that the Torah itself was designed to be the refuah, to be the medicine for the sicknesses that we are having our soul, which means bad midot. And the, and the Torah is supposed to develop a human being. Okay? We explained yesterday that it's very important to know exactly who you are, because if you don't know yourself, you will not apply the right medicine for yourself, right? So a person who's leaning towards gaiva has to work on shiflus, the opposite. A person who's leaning towards shiflus has to balance himself and get some gaiva in there. <coughs> Obviously gaiva of kedusha, right? So people need the proper balance. The yechashdeo before the yechabdeo or the yechabdeo before the yechashdeo. All these very important yesites. However, the, there's a step before applying the refuah, which we just said right now, is to know yourself. So that is called finding the proper scale to make self-assessment of who you are and what you need and what level you're supposed to be on. Okay? That's a very important side. You have to know what level you're supposed to be on. I'm going to read you a little bit from inside, then we're going to expound on it. Okay? Got it? So he says like this. Very important, Yisoy. Morris, you're listening. Big Yisoy. Ha'achas, when you're talking about finding the proper scale to evaluate yourself, ha'achas shetiyelo akora amitis u'musag borer b'chiyuv shleimus ha'odam b'miyus ha'deus. Meaning, you have to know what is what Hashem wants from you. For example, he says, if a person thinks that only Hashem wants from him to be zahir, meaning, what does Hashem want from us? Not to do gezel, not to do arayas, not to do shvichas domim, but everything else is only like chasidus, you know? No, 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 we don't need that. It's not necessary. So over there, the person now developed a scale for himself only to see uh, things between uh, chamur things, bad things and, and not such bad things on a very coarse scale. But, like he gives an example that in the world there's different kind of scales. There's a scale that they use to measure the weight of stones, massive stones. So for that, they'll put it in a ship, in the water. They'll make like a line, how deep the ship is sinking into the water. They'll fill it up with these stones. And then as it goes down, they see the measurement of the weight of the stones. But that's weight, that's a, a scale that's made to, to see very <coughs> big things. Like you don't have to be so exact. But when you're measuring uh, medicine, let's say, for example where every single piece of powder has to be measured because the 
The prescription has to be precise. You need a scale that can pick up the smallest nuances, right? So how do you evaluate what scale do you use in Avodah Hashem? So if you think that Avodah Hashem only means big Averas and big mitzvahs, so then you're using a scale that's incorrect. If you realize that Avodah Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wants you to work on yourself until there is perfection in your midas, then you need to use a scale that could measure the difference between a refined Balmidas and not a refined Balmidas. So first you have to know what Hashem wants from you. What He wants from you down the line, what He wants from you today. You have to have a clarity in that and you have to know where you're at. Sometimes people try to use the scale of great tzaddikim. Great tzaddikim, before every thought that they have, they want to make sure the thought is kosher. Before every decision they make, they want to see if it's coming from a feeling of lashma, you know? Like, uh, Reb Chaim gave, was making Hashbon HaNefesh, if when he was giving Torah over, if, and you're supposed to enjoy learning. But you're supposed to enjoy it, Lashem Shemayim, was he taking a little bit pleasure for himself, as if he was the Baal Machadish. Okay, if we start thinking like that, we're gonna go nuts. Impossible. Sometimes people want to learn X amount of hours a day and learn X amount of learning and take on projects and do things. They're not built for that. It's wrong. So they're using a scale of measurement which is incorrect for them. Some people go the opposite way. They say, look, I'm just as good as everybody else. They create the standard of what Hashem wants based on the Hamoinam. Okay, so that's the wrong scale as well. So... The, the proper thing to really understand is two things. Number one, what does Hashem want from you in the long term? The short term goals and there's long term goals. When you have a company, you have a business, they have to think big and they have to think future. But they can't take on the pressure of having a multi-million dollar business when they're just starting out. It's impossible. But they do have to have on their mind from the onset that that's something that they want to build. If you don't think big, you don't be big. You know, that's just how it goes. But thinking big doesn't mean that you, that it's not a steer to starting small. You have to, you have to work intelligently. You have to work strategically. It's not a contradiction, the two things. So if we learn and understand the way we are built, human beings are built to reach tremendous levels in refinement of midot, not just tremendous levels in knowledge of Torah. Hashem wants refinement of Midas. So we are built to be very refined people and to understand other human beings and to be sovel, to be able to tolerate others and to respect others, which that's not the way we're born. It's not the way we're born. We see that a lot of times in young couples when they first get married. They, get, they have a lot of uh, problems. Not only between themselves, but they have problems with their in-laws, they have problems with this, because they were used to having a certain environment that was perfectly designed to themselves. Now they have to come into a new environment that they have to make adjustments. And they have to live with other people and in other homes that have different styles in the homes that they have, you know? And then they see things from a certain perspective of selfishness and have a lot of tightness and whatever it is. This is part of the growth process of being married 
is a very important part of that growth process where you learn to be flexible, you learn to be understanding, you learn to be appreciative, you learn to see the good in others even though superficially right away when you first met those other people, you thought that they were crazy, right? So all these type of adjustments to a human being is you see that a human being can become a very refined person. His midas have to be refined. So one of the ways that Hashem refines our midas is with the circumstances of life. If we're not stubborn and we're flexible to grow and to learn, be open to learn that life works a certain way, not the way we want everything and the way we uh, perceive our own it's or not, we will grow. People that are stubborn and they don't want to be open to learn, they have problems in life. You have to be flexible. You have to realize it's Hashem's world. And Hashem put you into that matzah. And Hashem wants you to grow from that matzah. And you have to be open to learn. Like Rav Ruchim says, that the whole world is really like the Torah. It's not just the Torah itself. Since it's Hashem's world and He runs it, so the world is Hashem's world. You have guys that go into business, very talented, and they think that they can do everything. And then they realize that when they work in a company, their hands are tied in certain areas. Because there's other people. There's other people. And people are not machshub they kol yachol as much as they thought that they have. You understand? And they want to be very successful. So every circumstance in life, whether it's business, whether it's marriage, whether it's in-laws, whether it's chinuch, well, anything you got in life is going to shape you and develop you to develop yourself and your character and where you fit into the world and how you belong to every uh, part of a bigger picture and you're not the kol yachol, you understand? And not everything revolves around you and you don't have to get everything you want and you have to learn to appreciate people and respect people and see other perspectives and other opinions and your way of looking at things is not always 100% correct. Okay, that's part of the limud. For us to decipher the code of life and to take the right messages that Hashem is sending us through the circumstances and experiences in life, the Torah is the guiding for that. You understand? That's why you need the Torah. You know, it says that if Hashem didn't give us the Torah, we could have learned uh, Tznius from the cat. And we could have learned Derech Eretz from the Tarnagal, right? The problem is that the world became so messed up that without the Torah, you would learn Tznius from the Tarnagal and you would learn Derech Eretz from the cat, you know? So now we need the Torah to teach us how to learn from the world. It doesn't mean that the world is not teaching us. The world is still teaching us. Life is still teaching us. But how do you know how to decipher the code of life? You understand? This is a very deep thing. For example, the way Hashem structured the business world is that if you want to be successful, you got to chase it very, very much. If you want money, Right? So the business world runs in a certain way that the more ambitious you are, the more driven you are, the more focused you are, the more munach you're in it, the more you machshev it, the money, the more you'll be successful. That's the way the world seems to run. Even though we know that in reality it's not like that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides if you want to make money or not. It's nothing to do with that, right? So why did Hashem make that message in the world? He made that message. He sent us that message. Because the guy that's being matzliach, he was supposed to be matzliach anyway. But Hashem put into him the instincts to be driven and to be hungry and to be uh, motivated and to right, and give him the skill. Hashem built him that way. 
And that way he built him, so it looks like his power. It looks like that, but it's not really like that. But why did Hashem build it like that? Why don't you just plop money on people that deserve money or he wants to give them money? And don't give money to people who don't deserve money or he doesn't want to give them money. And that's it, finished. Why should it be masked in this, in this, in this mask, in this cover up that it looks like you could tell who could be matzliach and who can't be matzliach, you know? Today there's professionals that can do that. You sit down with a professional who understands people, understands economics, understands business, understands the Gansa Maisa. He studies the guy, he says, listen, your career, you could be a doctor, you could be a lawyer, you could be a gas pump attendant, you know what I'm saying? You could work in 7-Eleven, you know? So I'll tell you exactly what you could do in life and they will tell you your courtesy, your ability, what college you should go, what you should major in, what you should do. There's a science. Even though it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the way Hashem made it was, he, he, he masked it, he hid behind these scientific explanations. Correct? Why? So the post says, In order for me and you to be able to read that message from the world, which means, Hashem says, if you want to grow, you want to become great, you have to work hard. Well, I don't know what work hard means. You know, if I took a poll from Bochum and asked them what call, what's called working hard, I don't think it would be too hard. Right? So now Hashem says, work hard, but I'm not going to leave it up to your discretion of what's called working hard. Go look at the business world, and then you'll see what, what means working hard. Ah, that means working hard. So you want to be Tamir Hakam? You want to have Yirat Shemayim? You want to have good Midot? You got to do like that. The problem is without Torah, you will look at the world and say, ah, that's what it takes to make money, so let me go make money, you know. You take the wrong message. The world is full of messages. But because we're so crumb, because there's so much confusion in this world, and so much kefir, and so much garbage in the world, the mail without the Torah, you won't even see the messages. Torah has to direct you what messages you're supposed to take. So the Torah, like we said over here, is the Torah was designed to what? To show you how to grow. Sight in the actual Torah, whether it's in the actual Torah, or how to decipher the codes of life, and how to read the world. You have to know how to read the world. The world is a big speaking, speaks. You know, one time the daughter of the altar from Kelm was in the hospital, together with a woman that wasn't religious, right? And the woman asked her questions and said, how do you know there's a Hashem in the world? So I'll tell you a very simple thing, simple analysis, okay? So it says, what's snow? What is snow? Snow is freezing rain, yes? That means if the temperature outside is a certain degrees, with a certain uh, whatever the formula in the atmosphere that has to be, we have snow. So I have a question. If the world was not created and run by a Rabbi Shalom, I don't understand something. Sometimes it could rain for days straight. Days and days it could rain. Inches and inches of rain, okay. But snow will never, never. The biggest snowstorm doesn't last that long. It comes down pounds for whatever, and then it kishes. But if it's only a question of temperature, so why shouldn't, if, if the world is just running on its own, why should it be like that? Elamai. Because Hashem knew that if it's going to snow for three days straight, everybody would be dead. We wouldn't be able to live. Can rain for three days straight, no problem. But it can't snow for three days straight. No one be alive no more. You understand? So that shows plan and purpose of the world. See? So that was a, a declaration the world speaks to us. 
the world says there is a boy romanic. Because if there was no boy romanic, my should not snow from rain. What's the Khanaf Kamina? Elamai. Everything is planned and purposed by the Rabbanishlam, right? Now, who's gonna read the world that way? It's in your face. Everybody can see it if you want. But why would you read the world that way? If you don't want to see Hashem, you're not gonna read the world that way. If you're all interested in your own types, you're not gonna read the world that way, right? So that's why we need to come onto the Torah today. Because first we have to establish in the Torah that there is a Bayroman. And he is running the Teva. And he's controlling the Teva. Now with this eyeglasses, go see it. What's the purpose of seeing it? Because that will have an impact on you. Why will it have an impact on you? Because it's a visual. Visuals have impact on us. We're human beings. We are impacted by visuals. But we have to have the right pair of eyes. That's what's coming out from what we're learning over here. But, again, if I don't want to see greatness that a human being could achieve, I'll never put it on my radar screen. You follow? That means, for example, just a quick example before we start davening. Um, you see, if you're interested in shoes and belts and ties and clothing, and you walk into the base measures, you will notice every single person's clothing. And then you'll say, ah, that's a nice one. Right? One guy comes with a chiddush, and then everybody follows him, right? Because they noticed it, right? I come into the room, I don't notice until it's like really sticking out of my face, like the guy's wearing something really interesting, you know? Right? Because I have no interest in that thing. If I have no interest in that thing, I'm not going to notice nothing. I see everybody notices exactly what watches people away. If you have interest, you notice, right? So, what you're interested in, you'll notice. When you're not interested in it, you don't notice. That's the way it goes, right? So, if you're interested in becoming a refined Balmidis, then you will notice the refinement of character of great people. And you'll see that they started off just like me and you, regular boss of Adam, United States of America, and they made something out of themselves. They refined themselves. It's hidden. They're not stuffing it in your face. You have to notice it. So if you understood that the human being can reach high levels of refinement and character, then you'll notice it in people. When you notice it in people... You'll see that you can achieve it. You'll see how it manifests itself. You'll see how it lives with people. And then you'll change. So we need to have the right scale. The second thing we're going to talk about, not today, we'll talk about to Sunday, we're going to talk about the gears, why people don't want to see it. But the first thing is you have to know that you need the right scale. Okay? We'll stop here for today.